Hey, you're back with Andrew, and my name is Andrew Laws, and I'm the host of the Untitled SEO podcast. One of the things we like to do in this season three of the podcast is something I call LAN, which is live action networking. I find interesting people out in the world, or they find me, and I bring them onto the podcast for a chat. Now, one of my favorite types of people, I don't know if I call them types of people, one of my favorite professions to talk to is copywriters. So I have a guest here today, an honored guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Jake. Uh, I'm a copywriter. I've been copywriting for the past three years now. And I met Andrew through copywriting. And then, yeah, he's, I've been lucky enough to be invited on the podcast and I'm looking forward to having a chat with you. Excellent. So I'm going to say straight off the bat, this is Jake Perry. So just oh, to yeah, make, Jake Perry. Just to make sure <laughs> just... anyone listening can find you. Of course, there'll be, there'll be links in the show notes. Now, one of the reasons I, I wanted to speak to you is I think your journey into copywriting has been quite interesting because there's not many people who sort of are at school and say I want to be a copywriter and then study to be a copywriter and then leave school and do that so your your initial journey into the world of work can can you tell us did you go to university did you have give us a very very kind of short version of your academic career yeah I mean I just did the normal things you know went to school got all right grades went to university Liverpool University studied pharmacology Liverpool University um, I've, and then kind of through uni, I, I got interested in books and reading books. Um, and I've always thought to myself, wow, it'd be cool to be a writer, you know, but I've got dyslexia. So I was holding myself back saying, oh, I can never be a writer. I can never be a writer, you know? Um, anyway, I, I kind of came across a few different resources, um, read a few different books, um, and I've always been into traveling and I came across the four hour work week. I'm oh, sure you've heard classic. of the four hour work Absolutely, week. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So I came across the four hour work week and a little bit skeptical, you know. Um, so I just got into this cycle of I'd work, I'd work a job where I'd be like, the first day I'd be like, how long do I have to work here until I can quit? You know? <laughs> On the first day. <laughs> Literally wow. every job. And it, from all of my peers around me, they seem to just kind of get on with it. Like that was the plan for life. But for me, it just didn't seem like it would fulfill me in the mm. long term. So I tried setting up different businesses and things like that. Um, and then they all seemed to fail, you know. What, what sort of businesses um, did you try? So I set up some websites in terms of drop shipping. Mm -hmm. Now that... I think you need a little bit of capital to get that it's going. Kind of, so it's that kind of failed. One of sort of four or five. I don't want to say get rich quick because it's it's a bit beyond that, but it is one of the classic first businesses. Yeah, exactly. I then was living in Australia and I set up. Um, it's a little bit difficult to explain, but essentially you can extract free bets from bookmakers and make money from it. It's called match betting. Okay. So I did that. But then I came across, um, you're not allowed to advertise betting so services within Australia unless you get the licenses for every single state. Wow. So, and I didn't have the money to do that or the, or the resources. So that ultimately failed. But it was a really good business that could have could have done well if I'd have had the resources. Um, so then I just continued this cycle. I worked in sales uh, in Manchester at a company called Iris. 
And then I quit that job because I just wasn't happy. I came traveling to Mexico, which is where I live now. You're very casually dropping in a couple of things there. So so first we're saying, oh, I just did the same thing everyone else did. I went to university. And then you said you studied pharmacology. That's not that's not a standard thing that, that people study, is it? What, what led you? I know you didn't stick with, you didn't choose pharmacology in the long run. But what was it that, that in, inter- interested you in it in the first place? just always been really interested in science um, and the thing that interested me about pharmacology is learning about these pharmaceuticals that it just amazes me so say that you've got a headache and you take a paracetamol it goes away why but then also if you've got something wrong with your toe and you take a paracetamol it goes away it's like how does that work you know and that just blew my mind it blows my mind that we we found these things that can do that and that's what led me down the pharmacology path there, there's certain things that i look out for um because obviously i run an seo agency and and i will always champion copywriters i think in fact an seo agency in some ways can be judged their quality can be judged on on the quality of the copywriter they work with and there's certain things i look for when i meet a copywriter and one of them is how curious is their mind how interested are they? So kind of you in pharmacology makes total sense. You know, that, that's such a that's such an immediate win for me that you it shows that you're going, how does this work? Whereas most people would just take the paracetamol, you're kind of going, but but how? How? So that that's that's a really cool thing. I think it's a it's a real skill. Well not a skill, is is it a personality trait or can is it something you develop? I think I've always, so for me personally, I don't know about anyone else, but I can talk about myself personally. I've always been extremely curious. Mm. I used to, um, I I have this memory of being quite young and my dad would take me to running training when I was younger. And on the way home, I would always, it'd be question after question after question after question after question. And for some reason, my dad always knew the answer to these questions that I had. Oh, wow. I mean, now growing up, I know that he doesn't know the answers to everything. <laughs> um, but as a kid, my, curiosi- my curiosity was there and he could always answer these questions for me. And then that then led into books. And then now on to copywriting, which is, which is great. And I get to learn a lot, a lot of different niches that I would probably never read up on if I wasn't working in this sector, I suppose. It's, it's very much one of the things that, that I love about SEO. Um, I've started several companies as well over many, many years. And I have a business coach who sort of made me look at, really study why I kept doing that. And it, it's the learning. It's not really starting the business. It's the learning about the business. So in SEO, I believe it's unethical to work with two companies who are in the same niche. So that just means I've got a lot of learning to do all the time. Uh, something else I want to just pick up on, you casually dropped into I was living in Australia at the time. But again, that's not that's not another standard <laughs> thing to do, kind of on leaving university. So, so what what was the draw with Australia? Um, I don't know. I just I just remember <laughs> seeing it seeing it on the map when I was quite young. In it must have been high school, uh, primary school, and I always would say to my mum, "I'm going to move to Australia one day." It just had this pull for me. And then when I finished uni, me and my girlfriend moved over there. Um, we only stayed for a year, but yeah, it was awesome. But you talk, <laughs> sorry, the way you talk, only a year. You you were still the other side of the world for a year and started several businesses. I'm, I'm definitely kind of 
it's really developing this profile of that I have a view of somebody who's got an incredibly adventurous, curious mind. Who um, I think yeah. I think you should be a copywriter. You are a copywriter, and, and that, that I want to celebrate that. Yeah, and copywriting is the first job that I've actually got into and thought this is going to be something that I want to do for a very long time. Um, but I have I've, I've travelled to quite a lot of different countries because. It just interests me looking at different cultures and seeing new places. I think a lot of people tend to stay within the little bubble, Mm. whereas I've never been that person that wants to just stay within the hometown. And I don't know, I just like to to go and explore the world, I suppose. It's the uh, Bilbo Baggins thing. There's a whole world out there that I want to explore. So what other countries have you lived in? Uh, So I currently live in Mexico. I've lived in Australia, the UK. I've lived in a few different places in the UK. So Manchester, London, um, hometown Wigan. And I mean, it depends what you define as living in. I've been on long stint trips to Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say that's like living. That's only a few months at a time, I suppose. So like, so this is kind of like um, the phrase is digital nomad. Is, is that, that kind of what you mean? So you're still working while you're traveling around? Well, it was initially a cycle of work, save up, go and travel, spend all my money, come back, and then work a job I hate again. Mm. But then when I came to Mexico a few years back, I met a girl who was a writer. And obviously I was interested in books. I was interested in writing. And my ears pricked up and I just sat, sat down with her and I said, look, I'd love to become a writer. I don't think I can because I'm dyslexic, but tell me how you did it. How did you get into this initially? And I just did exactly what she told me. I wrote her an article so she could review it to see if there was anything there. And she said, yeah, there's there's something there. Um, there's obviously mistakes in there and you can get better, but just keep going and get on to. So I started using a platform called Upwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I initially started. And within kind of a week or so I had my first client and then three years on I'm uh, I'm now running a business with multiple clients and doing all right you know it's nice to not be restricted to a location because I can do everything on my laptop it, you, you I just want to pick pick up something that you said there that I think is really important for anyone considering being a copywriter um, first of all I think if you want to be a copywriter or a writer you already are you know, there's obviously, there are qualifications, but speaking as someone who hires copywriters, we don't care about those <laughs> at all. But if you've got the if you've got the desire to do it, you are already a writer, unless you literally cannot use a computer keyboard. Everything after that is, is varying degrees of how well you understand the client and how much you enjoy the work. So something you said about, oh, you know, I, I wrote this article for this friend and of course it had mistakes in it. I think that's key absolutely key nobody expects a copywriter to hand over a hundred percent perfect work i'm sure it's possible and and i'm trying to remember i don't i think when you worked for us i don't think we had to do anything to it but but you know it's that it's that barrier to entry thing so it's the dyslexia thing as well i want to mention because i've got several friends and writers i work with who who are dyslexic so how does that affect your work obviously it doesn't slow you down um, 
So it's quite, I mean, I, I make a lot of spelling mistakes. I'm probably slower, slower at reading than most people as well. Um, but with computers, it's so easy because everything's, you're able to spell check. So mm. we use a software called Grammarly, oh, which yeah. I'm sure you've heard of and most people have heard of by now. Um, but that just picks up on anything that I spell wrong, you know, and I just go through the, go through the articles as I'm going. Um, and as I'm making spelling mistakes, and it just corrects them. I, I think I think that it, it's. I wanted to talk to you about tools because there's there's sometimes a weird purity that people think copywriters or any sort of writers should have, and I think it's it's such complete nonsense. I mean, I'm, I've written, I, I write and have written for many many years. I've written books and, and all that stuff. And there's never a direct line between writing something and it being published. There's always people involved. There's, there's always people who check things. So this idea that you shouldn't use Grammarly if you're a proper writer, that's just absolute silliness. I find it absolutely bizarre. It'd be like saying, oh, you know, I I um, I drive a car, but I'm not going to use the speedometer because a proper driver should just know how fast the car is. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good analogy, yeah. What, I mean, why would you not use it if it's there? Because you can even make a typo, mm. even if you know how to spell the word, you know? Well, we've, we've so. got Bex, who works for us, who is a qualified proofer. And when she writes something, I have to proof it. Because even though she's a professional, you just can't. You can't. It's not very easy to proof your own work. Because your brain sort of makes the same mistake when you, when you try and read through your own work. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So what, what other tools do you use? Um, I mean, it's, it's nice and easy to search things up on Google, but it's a little bit slow because you've got to go to multiple, uh, URLs, check different to get the information. So I do use chat GPT as like a researching tool. Mm -hmm. Um, it's completely sped up the work over the past year or so. Um, it's a little bit worrying to think what it's going to be like in five years and if I'm going to be out of a job. But that's something that's uh, something that we'll we'll see progress, I suppose. I I genuinely don't think it'll happen, and I say that um, I'm considerably older than you. I mean, I'm, I'm not just guessing here. Um, but I've seen these kind of tools come about, and everyone think, "Well, that's it; it's over." I've seen it so many times, and the 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 saving grace is that if you're a creative, you'll always be able to spot good output from bad output. So they'll they'll never. I don't think there can ever not be a human involved. And your your writing journey, the way you've come to writing, through and your traveling and everything, is is a, such a huge list of ingredients that come together for any creative output that that you generate. That I, I'm I'm just not convinced. I mean, I could be eating my words and living in a cardboard box in a few years, but I, I don't see it happening. Well, yeah, it's not creative, is it? I actually, I've, I've been a little bit worried about this, so I've been done a little bit of research on it, and. Um... I read, so back when the internet came out, I don't know, was it was it in the 60s or something? Mm. And apparently lawyers at that point were like, oh God, we're all going to be out of a job. You know, everyone can just look the law up on the internet now and they'll be able to get away, get, they'll be able to find anything that they need. Um, but obviously that's not happened with lawyers and there's still lawyers and you still need a lawyer. So hopefully that'll be the case with, Things like ChatGPT and AI—they're um, not creative, but they are progressing exponentially. So mm. that's—I um, 
it's worrying, but you've just got to take things as they come. We'll, we'll, and for now, we'll just, for now they're, they're helpful to use. Yeah, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I mean, I started building websites in Notepad, you know, actually every single little bit of html was typed by me and then when things like wordpress came along loads of people even said oh we're out of a job now and like no you're not it just means you haven't got to do all that real horrible grubbing around in the dirt kind of work now you you can sort of view these things from a sort of a, a more intellectual angle and i think that's that's what i'm looking forward to seeing how this happens so people like your good self who have the skills to to bring information together into an article what you'll do if you no longer perhaps have to do the real basic stuff that you'll just create more and more interesting work so i think it'll it'll elevate because you're not paid by keystroke you're paid you know according to oh it's just this intangible thing with a good copywriter (laughs) it it makes it really difficult for us to choose who who does kind of which job sometimes because you're like oh that person's really good at abstract concepts but that person's really good at bringing the humanity out in industrial devices or something you know it's i I think it's all very very interesting yeah yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely helpful (laughs) for now um but yeah we'll just have to see see how it progresses and i suppose you can always pivot pivot in terms of allowing something to take over as a part of your role and then you're mm. focusing more on the creative side of things like you just said um, to then create even better content I suppose. Uh, Jake there's something I want to come back to that you mentioned at the beginning that you were you're in Mexico um, just out of interest do you go to you do you live in co-working spaces or do you just find somewhere to live? Um, so initially it was traveling, so I was going to like hostels, uh, Airbnbs, things like this. So yeah, I would be in co-working spaces. Um, but I've, over the past two years, I've been living in one specific, well, I've, I've lived up in a place called Puebla. Um, and then I've, I've recently moved over the past six months down to a place called Puerto Vallarta. So I've got my own little workspace in my oh, house. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're not we're not doing video for this one, but is this is this your workspace? You can see behind you. Yeah, this is my uh, this is my workspace. <laughs> Looks my amazing. I'm always surprised how many t- timber buildings I see um, in in conversations I have with people in Mexico. I've got got a few people who work with us who are. I never ring oh, their okay. mobile phones because I never know what country they're going to be in. In Mexico, there's there's more timber beams than I think you see, you know, in Tudor parts of the UK. Yeah. I mean, the architecture here is quite cool. Um, lots of funky colours everywhere. Um, great architecture because they, they were um, colonised by uh, Spain, weren't they? Mm. So they've got loads of Spanish Spanish architecture and cathedrals and things throughout the country, which is nice. Um, so, yeah. It, it looks great. So listeners, you'll, you'll just have to believe that it looks great. Um, I'm going to have to be honest with you, Jake. I have got a thick cold. <laughs> slightly struggling not, not to cough cough a bit here yeah but i did just want to come back to something you mentioned earlier sorry i'm just gonna have a sip of water that's vimpto actually um well actually it's off-brand vimpto <laughs> like aldi vimpto it's probably called vimtos or something um <laughs> yeah you mentioned earlier that you you were traveling you're in mexico and you met someone who's a writer and they kind of said Look, i'll show you how to be a writer is that is that something you think it's important to pay forward? 
as in if, if if other people were interested in becoming a writer would you just sort of go all right good luck mate or i'm interested no, in your angle on that that is one thing that i definitely focus on so coming from going right back to thinking about working a nine to five and then not really being fulfilled with that if someone ever says like look i'd love to live a, a nomadic lifestyle or even just a lifestyle where you can kind of be your own boss i suppose I'd, i always love to help and i put a lot of content on my website that helps people become become writers um and then i've got friends and various people that i've met through my travels that have sparked i've sparked an interest in them and um I think I've had three or four people that have helped actually start being a writer the same as me, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's one of my big goals is I do want to get to the point where maybe I can put like a course within my website or something um, that people can can use to then do what I'm doing because I love it so much and I want other people to do the same and be able to travel the world and explore like me. That's an absolutely wonderful thing, Jake, and, and I'm fully on board with that part of our mission at SEO is is just to help anyone who's interested get to get into it. And I, I regularly, a few, a few times a year, I get to start getting sent CVs from the local college and, and other places, people asking for jobs, and I'd love to be in a position yeah. to give everybody a job, but what I say instead, like, I can't give you a job, but I can give you my time, and just speak to them just just encourage them to to follow through on what they're doing because i've been doing this for 23 years now it doesn't mean i know what i'm doing it just means i might be able to help people a little bit so jake i absolutely celebrate you for that that that's a, a wonderful attitude to have and you are incrementally making the world a better place hopefully that's the long-term plan <laughs> i love your attitude <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we'll, we'll see what we'll happens see, uh, we'll see what pans we'll out see. We'll see what happens. It's all about incremental little steps, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, well, I think that's a lovely note to end on. So thank you ever so much for your time. I really value it. And I'm going to say goodbye. Would you like to say goodbye? Yes, goodbye, everyone. And uh, you can find me at jakeperrywrites.com if you wanted to have a little look at uh, my blog with um, information about how to become a writer. Brilliant. Thank you very much.